0: What is good, all of our listeners and viewers? Welcome back to another episode of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam. And I'm Liz. And the Illuminati is just a cat in a swimsuit. Woo! We're here with episode 149, where we're going to be talking about, can we really define a video game? With our good friend, Game Sim. But first, we've got some segments for you. Yes, we do. Mm -hmm. Liz, you seem concerned.
1: I am concerned. With I, you in general, listen. Before.
0: I listen. I need to send the truth out to the people. You know, the people deserve to know the truth about the Illuminati.
1: You used to be a very big conspiracy theorist.
0: Yes. Uh, you know that's why I'm rocking the mustache beard right now. Oh, okay. That's uh, that's conspiracy theory if, all the way.
1: Is my mic on? Yeah. Okay. Why? I just can't hear myself.
0: I don't. I do. Well, say something else. Whatever. <laughs> can, can you not hear that?
1: I don't know. Just Uh, ignore it.
0: I will. Uh, Welcome back to another Games of Grossness. If you'd like to hear me and Liz just ramble on about uh, random things, we got another podcast called What's the Biz? Uh, It's uh, links are in the description down below. Uh, But yeah, we got a lot of show to cover here. So why don't we Mm -hmm. just uh, go ahead and get started? Why don't we? okay cool let's, let's just do it but, but before we get you know before we do that we just remind everybody that we're on social media that's awesome social media at gaming groceries on Twitter or you can follow us individually I'm at ace the grocer
1: and I'm at journey first
0: or you can follow us on Instagram where I will show some things on Instagram I guess uh you can follow us games groceries all one word on Instagram but on but all the social medias you can also uh, do the, the, the social media questions wow mm-hmm. social media questions uh so i will ask you a question on social media on twitter instagram even facebook and i will ask you a question pertaining to the topic at hand here on the podcast and i want you to they give your a little feedback there that's nice wow uh, but you can join our discord wow cool so alongside of our discord you know we also have the social media answers over on the discord but, you know, you get to chat with uh, some really cool people, including our today's guests, uh, you know, Game Simp. Uh, he's mm-hmm. on the Discord, but we also have Price Field. Wow. We also have Commander Nikki. We have Felix Check. We got that Mike Fury. We got that uh, Volt Supreme. We got that Twofer. We got so many people. We got that Andrew We got so many people. We got so many people there. So uh, many people. So definitely uh, join us on Discord if you want a good time. Uh, you know, chat up with some people. So there they are and if you're watching us on youtube definitely click that subscribe button and the notification bell so you don't know when, when all these episodes come out this is not nice wow cool awesome but if you're if you're listening on audio versions you know definitely leave us a review on your favorite audio uh platform you know platform? whatever platform just do it already my goodness just give us a review go give us a review at home depot if you want to Uh, but with all that said and done, why don't we just get started? Okay. All right. Let's just go ahead and do that with our first segment. Movie minutes. Movie minutes is a segment that we talk about the movies that we watched in the past week, whether it be on Netflix, Hulu, or HBO Max. We like to give you a recommendation or uh, not a recommendation. Uh, here on the games groceries podcast, we have a five point scale of how to give you a recommendation on a movie. Uh, we start with avoid at all costs. Eh, Pass. Enjoyable, solid, and perfect for us. Uh, so, this week's movie is actually coming to us from Netflix. It came out a good while ago. It came out April 30th, if I want to say, but.
1: Probably something like that.
0: Yeah, we just kind of ignored it. But, you know, we, we just thought that we would want to give it a review. Mm-hmm. So it's a Netflix movie. It's a Netflix original movie. Uh, and it's uh, called Mitchell's Versus the Machines. Wow. Woo-hoo. All right. Uh, so let's just get into what we gave it out of our five-point scale of a recommendation. And uh, we'll explain why. So, Liz, go ahead. I gave
1: it a solid.
0: Wow.
1: Um, because it was a cute film. It was definitely a different concept a different type of plot um Mm -hmm. that hasn't been done from what i can tell yeah um but i mean but the the reason that's solid and not perfect there were just some things that like there were times where i'm just like okay are we there yet Mm -hmm. like i was like this can be over now yeah at some points so there were some things where i'm just like we're dragging it out too long but um but overall it was a good movie it was cute definitely a good family film Mm -hmm. um yeah pretty basic
0: I also gave it a solid, uh, more unlike like what you kind of just said, where mm-hmm. it is a it's a solid recommendation. I mm-hmm. definitely recommend this movie. I wouldn't say it's our perfect movie uh, for a couple different reasons. You know, uh, briefly before I go go into my notes here, is that um, it, it, it's it's a family comedy. It's a family humor, mm-hmm. so there's definitely family humor. So there's definitely kid level humor. Yeah. Not saying that's a bad thing. It's just that saying like this was meant for like the whole family to mm-hmm. get together. It's not like what well, there's some producers from Into the Spider-Verse, where Into the Spider-Verse was definitely a memorable moment movie where it was a family movie, mm-hmm. but it's a standalone movie. Yeah. This one, you know, just had some hiccups, definitely was into the family crowd, Mm -hmm. but we still solidly recommend this movie. Yeah. So I just want to jump into my notes here about this movie is that the opening is a fantastic dynamic with the Mitchells and also the hardships of a creative daughter Mm -hmm. versus a stubborn father. Not really stubborn. Not
1: stubborn, just very old school.
0: Very old school, very woodsy, outdoors, but yeah. the daughter's very creative. Mm-hmm. But the the opening really shows how the family dynamic is. Mm-hmm. You know, like how the mother relates to the son, how the son relates to the daughter, how the daughter mm-hmm. relates to the father. Like a full circle, yeah. how, how the dog relates to everybody. Oh my
1: gosh, I love the dog. Yeah. Dog is the star.
0: Oh yeah, dog is the star as always. But uh, I thought it did a really good setup for how the family works and how the family function and the circle and what relationships work with what. Yeah. I I thought it did really good with that. What do you think?
1: Yeah, no, I completely agree.
0: Yeah. Uh, And I, and I think it was very relatable where I know the father's trying to do his best, but the daughter is trying to do her best,
1: but neither of them think the other one's doing their best. Yeah. They're just not good at communicating with each other.
0: Exactly. And I think that it sets it up very nicely for you to, You know, no going forward. And this is the first, like, 10 minutes, maybe 10, 15 minutes in the film. So you're just, like, saying, okay, I know what we're working towards. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, uh, it's a good setup for that. Yeah. Now, I do want to say that the whole theme behind this movie is that, uh, and you can probably see this in the description, where uh, it's about, you know, family dynamics versus technology entering into the family dome, I guess Mm -hmm. you can say. And and I think it has uh, great humor in that. But, I also think it's a very creative look for a dysfunctional family, but like dysfunctional in the way of just like what it, te-
1: yeah, what it's like a it's a family that you would look at and say they're a mess, but they work with each other
0: exactly, ah, uh, but how technology kind of relates to all of it, mm-hmm. you know how like we kind of think that a family is dysfunctional, how a family is perfect, mm-hmm. and it all has to base on technology, how mm-hmm. instagram has a has um a way of doing that and yeah. how technology kind of disconnects us from family, but it also connects us to family. Yeah. And I, and I thought that dysfunctional family alongside with how technology is adding into that kind of factor of uh, mm-hmm. dysfunction uh, really brings it all together. Yeah. And I, and I like how the film doesn't really go against technology. It doesn't go against it, but it yeah. just says like, are you, it gives a question like, are you a dysfunctional family? Or are you not communicating well in the right circumstances? Mm -hmm. You know, if that makes any sense.
1: Yeah, I think that makes sense.
0: Yeah. What do you think? On what? (laughs) Uh, On, like, uh, the theme of, like, technology and dysfunction and all that.
1: Again, I didn't think that deeply about it. Yeah. Um, I more of saw it as they're showing you, like, it went on the typical lines of, like, technology can take it too far. Yeah. And it could destroy the... It was, like, one of those theories of, like, robots are going to take over. Yeah, and this is how
0: exactly, and I and I thought that, um, and and again, the movie does make great points that technology does help people. Mm-hmm. Technology helps a ton of people, but we take it too far. Yeah, and we blame technology for that. But is it really technology's fault mm-hmm. in the end? And and I like that kind of a uh, question for it. And uh, my final, uh, my final notice that it's a, it's a very adorable way to show how we can bring families together. Mm-hmm. And how we can connect, even if we go far away from each other, we can still yeah. connect with technology and how families can really come together. Mm-hmm. And what is your definition of a perfect family? I thought it was an adorable and creative way.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: However, like I said, there's just a lot of you know average humor to it.
1: Yeah the the, the humor wasn't anything new.
0: Exactly. You know, it was definitely like a kid friendly kind of movie, which mm-hmm. again. Not a bad thing. No. It's we're not saying saying like oh it's a, that's why it's not perfect. It's just that it's not for us. Yeah, which is why we always uh, define it as perfect for us. Um, but yeah, I I think this fa- this movie was just cute, adorable. It was you don't walk away from it like a memorable movie. The producers mm-hmm. uh, were behind you know, Spider Man into the Spider Verse as well as the Lego Movie, which are both movies that are very memorable. Like, they leave a mark in you. Yeah. This one, I'm not saying it doesn't. It just doesn't leave an impact.
1: This one, I can say that when we have kids, I'm not going to make it a point to show it to them. I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it. And if we did have kids now, it's not something that I think I'd be able to watch multiple times in a row.
0: Yeah. But I think it's a good movie.
1: It's a good movie, but not one. It's not like other kids' movies where, like, I've usually, when we rate kids' movies, I say, if we were to have a kid, I'd be fine watching this a thousand times. Mm -hmm. Because when you have kids, it's what you do. But with this, I don't think I could watch it that many times.
0: Yeah. But I definitely recommend it if you do have Netflix. Mm-hmm. I would say check it out. Yeah, it's definitely got some great moments. Uh, definitely the dog is a star, mm-hmm. and I, and I and it really pulls at your heartstrings. I'll say that much. Uh, it definitely pulls at your heartstrings for a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it hits you the hardest if you are an adult, and I think it will hit you even harder if you have kids. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that's our brief recommendation of uh, Mitchell's versus the Machines. Uh, Do we recommend it? Yes Uh, Did we absolutely adore this movie? Hey, kind of, you know So, (laughs) that's it Uh, That's our brief review of Mitchell's Versus the Machines But definitely check that out, it's on Netflix Um, But yeah, that's our brief review But why don't we go into some gaming news Okay All right. let's just go ahead and do it Let's just jump to it with our second segment Top 3 Gaming News Top three gaming news is the gaming news that we saw in the past week. We like to rank it three, two, one, just to give you a condensed version of, hey, what's going on in the gaming industry? Ah, there's a lot of things that are happening. Oh, no. Okay. well, are you okay over there? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, a couple honorable mentions is that, you know, uh, Stadia says they're doing fine. Hmm. That's about it. That's, That's nice. the only honorable mention. It was just like, uh, there was that. It was like, uh, there was a couple different things where I was like, and it's not really news. It's just more of just like, oh, you know, we're doing fine. We're doing fine over here. And that's it. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, Google Google actually came out and said like, uh, yeah, everybody's saying that we're not doing good, but we're doing fine. Stop saying that we're not doing fine. Mm-hmm. That's all Google said, um, which I'm sure they are. You know, if you're a Google Stadia fan, that's you. You're you're still a gamer. I don't care what yeah. you play on. I don't care what you play on. Just play on Stadia. Play on anything. I don't really care. Anyways, so let's just jump into the number three gaming news. This is about oh the PS5, and you're mm. you're definitely gonna get one very soon. No. No. Uh so this is a little interesting a little tidbit here. when I say interesting, it's actually coming from the Sony CFO, who actually has to say that you're not going to get a PS5 until early
1: 2022.
0: Dang. There's still going to be stock be- being put in, mm-hmm. but it's going to be very low stock. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let me just jump into the quote right here from the article. All the articles are linked down in the description down below. Um, this is actually coming from the CFO of Sony, uh, which is Hiroki Totoki. Uh, did I say that right? Hiroki. Yes, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, Hiroki Tatoki, um, who says to say, I don't think the demand is calming down this year. And even if we secure a lot more devices and produce many more units of the PS5 next year, our supply wouldn't be able to catch up with the demand. We have sold more than 100 million units of the PlayStation 4, and considering our market share and reputation... I can't imagine demand dropping easily. Mm. So he gathered together uh, a couple different analysts of the video game industry and had them say, like, hey, listen, we, we're low on parts here. Uh, we, we're we not finding any semiconductors. And there is actually a rumor that the PS5 is actually going to go into a remake, like uh, like kind of a like remodel, mm-hmm. so that they can make more PlayStation 5s. But more likely, the chance is... You're, it's going to be a low production all the way into 2022 what makes this interesting adam you might ask well that's because uh it is ceo of cool thank Wham. you thank you cool um nice car anyways <laughs> so The CEO of SIE, uh, Mr. Jim Ryan, uh, had to say like, oh, no, don't believe it, because every single month, every single month of this year is going to get better and better. We're going to make more units and everything will be fine by fall and you'll be able to get little Jimmy his PS5 by Christmas. Mm -hmm. The CFO said no, (laughs) pretty much going against what Jim Ryan said. So, uh, Liz, what are your thoughts?
1: Um, I honestly, I'm fine with it because it gives me more time to save up
0: for one. Fair. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, at least they're honest about it. Mm -hmm. It worries me that they're considering remodeling so they can make more because that makes me worry that it's not going to be as good of a system. Like usually when they do Mm -hmm. a remodel of a new system, it's to make it better. Yeah. Whereas this is to make it make more production, which means they're rushing um, yeah. So that worries me a little bit. But other than that, like I said, I, I have time to save up. So I'm good.
0: Yeah, the plan is to make 14.8 million units in the fiscal year, mm. uh, which is starting in April. Uh, so April into you know the end of the fiscal year, which is March 2022, they're planning to make 14.8 million. And I think they sold 13 million. Okay, yeah. I might be off on the number here. But, you know, uh, it's going to be in low demand. probably going to do a remodel of the system. So, uh, you know, uh, keep a lookout for that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, uh, you know, there's PS5 games and like there's Returnal and, of course, Ratchet and Clank. But um, there's not
1: much for it just yet. So there's not really a rush.
0: Yeah, I I haven't gotten any next gen system. And I'm not trying to say, like, it's a shame if you did. I'm just like, eh, there's no rush, you know
1: um we'll get there eventually
0: and we'll get there eventually be patient everybody but that, that brings us to our number two gaming news which is about our good friends at ubisoft Ooh. Ooh. and how they want to make more free-to-play games oh are oh. well, uh, you just
1: trying to predict what i would say
0: yes um <laughs> but ubisoft uh wants to make more free-to-play games everybody they want to do it Woo-hoo? now Give me that microtransaction money. The Helix store in Assassin's Creed is not enough. More money Oh. is what they said. Yeah. Uh, And I'm going to get into that in just a little bit. But earlier this week on Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, Ubisoft came out and said, like, hey, we want to make more free to play games with existing IPs. Uh, talking about a free to play game of Far Cry free to play. Mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed, free to play Splinter Cell, uh, free to play Rainbow Six, all this stuff. They want to make more free to play titles. And if you don't know anything about free to play titles, uh, it's not necessarily free mm-hmm. because there's microtransactions. Mm-hmm. As soon as you uh, boot up a game that's free, there's always microtransactions. So you can play it for free, much like Fortnite, but you have that option of buying more things or you have you know like many you know paid premium games Mm -hmm. have microtransactions here uh but here's the thing uh not a lot of people like that yeah they didn't like it they didn't like it one bit and so they they yelled and screamed all into the air and so they just said like ubisoft actually came out with this statement that i'm going to be reading here and i'm actually going to be defending ubisoft on their decision here Mm. So, again, they they wanted to do more free-to-play and because they want to stir away from the three to four premium games per year, right? So then they had this statement here after people were angry. Uh, This is coming from a uh, representative who says, our aim is to continue to deliver premium experiences to players such as Far Cry 6, Rainbow Six Quarantine, Riders Republic, and Skull and Bones, which one's that game coming out, uh, to name a few, while also expanding our free-to-play portfolio and strengthening our brands to reach even more players. So they did come to say that, like, this is just to uh, reroute them, that they're not going to say it's less premium games, but mm-hmm. they're going to put out the same amount of premium games. Premium being Far Cry 6, Rainbow Six uh, Quarantine, yeah. you know, another Assassin's Creed title uh but in between they want to do free to play Mm -hmm. now before i go into my thoughts what do you think liz
1: i don't think it's that bad because Mm -hmm. like you said as far as a business decision goes it helps them bring in money to fund the premium games yes and maybe that'll help lessen the amount of delays on games Mm -hmm. because they won't be running out of money they can just
0: i didn't say that i was going to get to that Oh, you took my point away. Oh
1: Well, we are married.
0: Yeah, we did we did talk pre-show. That's I didn't we...
1: really think about it pre-show though. And you well, didn't say anything.
0: I just said something pre-show. We communicate. Okay. Oh
1: <laughs> well, we communicate, but I'm saying I don't remember you saying anything. I didn't remember you saying that.
0: Yeah. But anyways, uh any other thoughts? Nope. Okay. But yeah, that that was my point, is that like um uh, it does open up more money to make premium games mm-hmm. because here's the thing you may not like free to play i don't play free to play yeah i don't buy any microtransactions. however there are people who do okay now let's put in perspective here is that ubisoft is a global company mm-hmm. global like they have offices all around the world and yeah um and i believe they have a hong kong office but they have canada they have america they have a europe they they have all these different mm-hmm. companies and they only put out 3 to 4 games per year. That's not enough to keep a global company going for mm-hmm. the mass amounts. So, you may not buy microtransactions, so you won't be funding the company. However, the people who do buy microtransactions will be playing this and will be funding the company so that they can make better games that you enjoy. Yeah. That's that's pretty much it. Um, I probably won't play a free to play Assassin's Creed. I don't think it will ruin the series because I think Assassin's Creed Odyssey already ruined the series, so mm, <laughs> it's already ruined. Uh, I don't think that a free to play Rainbow Six is going to be ruining yeah. the series. All it's going to do is give more funding to a global video game company, yeah. global, yeah, and fund more money to make more premium products that you yeah. like. So, any other thoughts?
1: Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's it's going to fund everything else it doesn't it doesn't affect anyone as a ubisoft fan Mm -hmm. like you don't have to play the free-to-play games right that one's forcing you and no one's forcing you to buy the microtransactions we do not help yeah when when companies do that we just get a free game yeah but you know like you said it's if you know someone does use those microtransactions like i know microtransactions are big with like the younger boys who play video games mm-hmm. they will spend all the money they have on microtransactions yeah in Fortnite. yeah so that they'll do the same thing in these games so it, you don't have to play these games right but recognize that these games are going to help you get the games you want
0: mm-hmm.
1: so calm down
0: <laughs> uh so yeah let ubisoft do them or just don't fund ubisoft yeah. that's on, that's on you who yeah. cares um Okay, so we only have a little bit of time because I want to get to our guests, but. Mm-hmm. Here it is. <sighs> Number one gaming news. Number one gaming news. It's about Jet A Radio. It's about Jet Radio. might be coming back. It might be coming back to a reboot. It might be coming back to a remaster. It might be coming back to a remake. I don't care. But so I'm gonna just going be... to sit over here and look pretty and let you talk. Jet Set radio's going to come back. He's going to come back. So anyway, so this is a financial uh, presentation from Sega. Okay, this is huge. This is massive. Okay, so if you didn't know, your boy, Adam, uh, he loves Jet Set Radio Future. He loves Jet Set Radio. He loves Jet Grind Radio. I don't care. Give me the games right now. And Sega has not been making any more games. In fact, it's not backwards compatible on the Xbox One because licensing for the music. But guess what, everybody? They might be coming back. Here's why. So Sega recently did a financial presentation with investors and uh, they did a translation, which they went to uh, Sega Sammy. And with that, (laughs) there was a little slide here that actually pointed out uh, that they want to remaster dormant IPs. And why do they want to do this? Well, because if you didn't know, Sega wants to make a super game. Okay. Okay. I want to make a super game. We don't know what it is. They also want to make a, um, a first-person shooter game, like kind of a sci-fi game and whatnot. But they need to fund their transactions. They need to bring in money to invest into their super game. How are they going to do that? Well, in this slide, which I will bring up, or actually Liz will because she's editing this. Mm-hmm. Um, as we bring up the slide here, there is a slide that says, hey, we got some dormant or ignored IPs that can actually work in this system, okay, in today's market. So, in this slide you'll see examples of active IPs. You got Fantasy Star, you got uh, you know, Football Manager, you got Persona, you got the Yakuza series. But then next to that, you have examples of past IPs or dormant IPs that you know, will work in today's market. And would you look at that? The number two is Jet Set Radio. Jet Set Radio, Jet Set Radio, Jet Set Radio. Okay, but they also have Crazy Taxi. They have Panzer Dragoon. They have Virtua Fighter, Altered Beast, Shinobi, Streets of Rage, which I thought they just made their Streets of Rage Ford, but I don't know. I don't think that was Sega that did that. I forget. But Jet Set Radio is one of them. And this can go into three different categories. They can either remaster this game, because please, 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 please just remaster Jet Set Radio because then they could also go into a remake. Please don't remake. Please don't remake Jet Set Radio, okay? It had an art style. It was gorgeous. If you remake it to make it, oh, really good graphics, you're going to lose that art style. Stop what you're doing. Go get help. Go get a therapist if you want to remake Jet Set Radio, okay? Or it can reboot and saying, reboot the entire series, okay? So, all of these different dormant IPs, including Crazy Taxi, uh, Rez, Knights, Virtual Fighter, House of the Dead, all these are in the possibility, including Jets of Radio. Uh, all, all of these are in consideration after a close look and examination of the market, the actual IP. To either go into three categories, remaster, remake, or reboot to fund the company so that they can put into the super game that they're trying to make in the next five years. But Jetset Radio is part of that conversation, okay? It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not official, okay? It's not official. We don't need to panic here. Well, nobody needs to panic here. Are you panicking? Are you panicking? No, nope. I'm panicking. I know because that's a Radio future it might be coming to Jetset Radio. It might be a Jet Jet grind Radio. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Uh, but it could be coming back, and this is big news. Liz, how, what are your thoughts? Yay. Yay is right because Jet Set Radio could be coming to the Xbox. It could be coming to the PlayStation 5. It could be coming to PC. It could be coming to all these things. that everybody can be saying, like, oh, what's, what more makes Jet Set Radio so good. Well, you can find out. You don't need a Dreamcast. You don't need an original Xbox. You can just, you can just play it. And then you could be like, Adam, you are so right about Jet Set Radio. I haven't been able to play because my Xbox broke down. And I've been searching far and wide for an S4. For- for a for functioning <laughs> and Jet Set Radio and Jet Set Radio Future are fantastic games. Might make an evolved video when I calm down. Which will be? In five years.
1: <laughs> I, I, I was going to say a couple months.
0: A couple months when I calm down about this. Maybe um, around Christmas. <laughs> if if this news comes true, I will make a Jet Set Radio Future a video on the EVAL channel. Yeah. If this is all true, and it is like true, if we get
1: an announcement that Jet Set Radio is getting
0: a, re- one a of remake those, or a, re- uh, a remaster, then I will do that. Yeah. But this is all in conversation. This is all in consideration. These are all dormant IPs that could work, but they still need to look at everything and see if it can work. But Jet Set Radio Future will work. I'm telling you right now, it's going to work,
1: <gasps> at least in this household
0: i like i'm telling you right now if this comes into fruition i'm not gonna be focusing on any of any other games that that's it we're done we're over it's done tony hawks pro skater remaster gone mlb the show gone uh, uh night in the woods gone uh jetta radio future all day what every about day free gone
1: what about every- Oxenfree? free 2 uh, gone all gone how about floki
0: gone throw him out the window <laughs> uh but we need to get to our guests yeah. so uh you have no thoughts on this do you not at all i, to, I can this I, one is in here I, purely for adam i run the show you well i run the slides i run the news pieces i'm like number one gaming news i don't care i don't care and like there was a plenty of other stuff that could have gone to number one i was like
1: but like this is at this is the most important thing for adam
0: i'm just i'm so psyched for this Anyways, so let's bring on our guest right now. Uh, We're actually going to be talking about the Epic versus Apple case and how they put on a definition of a video game. And can we actually put a definition of a video game? So, uh, you know, him from our audio only podcast and, uh, you know, his YouTube channel, Game Simp. Uh, We're going to bring him back on. He doesn't have a camera on, but that's fine
1: that is okay
0: but uh, we want to bring him on to discuss this piece so uh <laughs> if you didn't know him before now you know him now let's just bring him on our good friend our good guest it's game Sim. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Everybody, right, We are back with our good friend taking a vacation from YouTube, but that doesn't matter because he's on the show now, so he's technically back on YouTube, but the technicalities it's, it's, it's Game Simp. Hey,
3: what's up, everybody?
0: Game Simp, you're back on the show. Uh, last time we had you on, it was audio only, and we didn't get to see your face, and now we're back to yeah. video, and we're we're seeing a little picture of your face. So,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it's all good. How you been, though? Uh, I've been good, you know, just life you know you know what yeah. i mean like just doing that
0: but yeah yeah we were we were talking pre-show a little bit about um uh, you know life getting in the way and all mm-hmm. that but um mm-hmm. you know people have been asking like where's game simp where's he's at i need my more i need more simp action is what they're <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's what they're saying yeah. quote unquote simp action
1: definitely. definitely
0: definitely of course yeah i'm on the twitters but <laughs> <On> the Twitter. <laughs> But uh, game, we want to bring you back on the show. So, um, but I definitely wanted to talk to you about your uh, thoughts on this particular case here. Now, uh, because you're a college student and you know you got you got smarts where I don't, of course, yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, let's talk about this. Is that uh, the reason why we bring Game Simp on here? Is that we're talking about the discussion of or talking on the topic of. You know, can we put a definition on a game? And this is coming from the Epic versus Apple case, Mm -hmm. right? And now we're going into the second week and we're fighting on what is even the definition of a video game here. And this is getting into dangerous territory here because... This might be bad for gamers, gaming culture, gaming industry altogether. Mm -hmm. So first, before we get into that, let's uh, set up the discussion here that Apple has actually come out in the court case. Well, first, a little side note here. Uh, They had a little fight about the banana in Fortnite. And uh, there was a naked banana without a suit. And they thought like, oh, that's inappropriate. Right. And there's actually a court document. They actually documented this. Saying it's like, well, do you think that's anything wrong with this lewd photo of a banana? And it actually says on court record, it's just a banana, ma'am.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
0: So that's where this case is going. <laughs> but Apple has actually come out in this case and said that, well, a video game is defined like this a video game has a beginning, an end, with challenges in between hmm. and that's how we know it's a video game now what are our thoughts on this first and foremost uh let's talk about uh from game sims perspective so game sim they talk about that this needs a beginning and an end and uh challenges in between do you agree with this statement are there problems with it what do you think
3: So I think everyone has their definition of what a video game is, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, It kind of depends on who you ask, you know? Yeah. For Mm -hmm. example, someone like me who's really into single player stuff, uh, they might jive more with this definition you've presented or Mm -hmm. that the case is presented. But, you know, someone who's maybe more into Destiny and uh, Outriders and The Division, someone Mm who is really into these uh, looters I <laughs> want to die every time someone says that. But you know, these looter shooters. Yeah. Uh, you know, like someone they might not agree mm-hmm. with this definition. So, you know, I want to just throw out there like what I consider a video game, which would be, um, you know, obviously a digital. Well, I guess older consoles kind of had analog inputs, but mm-hmm. you know, basically a digital game that has human input with a clear intent to be played mm. in some fashion so what do i mean by that uh like a dvd menu that has input right yeah that's not a game i mean you mm-hmm. can make it a game if you're really bored mm-hmm. uh, or you're just kind of you know weird like me you might want to do that but uh <laughs> in, yeah. you know i wouldn't consider that necessarily intended to be played it's a mm-hmm. menu it's mm-hmm. utility it's Getting from point A to point B, right? What about uh, those uh,
0: old DVD games of uh, kids' games? Do you remember those?
3: I do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, I guess that would be a game, right? I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> right? Uh, but, yeah, so, you know, we hear a lot of arguments in the industry about, like, is something like, let's say, Heavy Rain. Is Heavy Rain a video game? Mm. And, uh, you know, I believe you guys are fans of Heavy Rain, right? Oh, mm-hmm. of course,
0: yeah. Uh, oh yeah the little painting up there yeah yeah
3: i i always remember that uh, yeah painting but yeah um i would say it is a game because Mm -hmm. it has human input so Mm. it has player with clear inputs you know you walk around in that game Mm. you basically just walk around and look at things but you know uh there's human input and it's intended to be played Mm. uh so that's kind of my definition of a video game Mm -hmm. so it's a little bit more broad than what's presented in this case Mm -hmm. uh but i would say their definition a clear beginning a clear end and then challenges in between i would say that's more like a definition of just a game in general meaning Mm -hmm. like sports are games right football has a clear beginning Mm-hmm. Kickoff yeah. or whatever, <laughs> not, you know, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not like huge into sports, but you know, you have kickoff mm-hmm. and then you know, the game ends clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, <laughs> we're not in a prolonged like game of football right now, right? But, yeah, and then the challenges in between are things like you know, like uh, it's fourth down, we gotta, you know, we gotta get to the touchdown or what you know, sports. <laughs> yeah. but you know what I'm saying here, like, yeah. That's a very traditional answer to what a game is, and yeah. that kind of transcends video games. Mm-hmm. So I just think that's interesting.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Liz, what are your thoughts when when we look at uh, Apple's definition that a video game, uh, like their definition of mm-hmm. video game, is beginning and challenges?
1: I definitely agree with GameStop where it's. You can't really define a video game that. And my mind automatically went to Life is Strange, Mm -hmm. where, yeah, there's a clear beginning and a clear end, but there's not really challenges.
0: I would argue Mm. differently.
1: There are decisions. Yeah, which
0: are challenging.
1: Challenging, but they're (laughs) not challenges. There's nothing that you need to beat or overcome.
0: Yeah, Yeah, there's some, like puzzles sort of like i'm thinking of like the first episode and but the first they're Life not necessary
1: strange. to get to the end of the game
0: right mm-hmm. that's
1: what i mean there's nothing standing in your way from getting to the end of the game you yeah. could say nothing most of the game mm-hmm. if you wanted to i think I don't yeah. remember, but anyway and so that's kind of where my mind is that there's no real like challenges in the mm-hmm. sense that they're saying and to go with that it's it's Oh, I forgot where I was going to go. Yeah. With that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like there's you can't just define it that way because even, oh, I was going to say, even like Candy Crush. Mm-hmm. Is there an end to Candy
3: Crush? Uh,
0: there's like an ongoing, like they always That's add I mean, levels, there's but there's no There's always adding.
1: So, in these days of games, you can keep adding levels. Mm-hmm. So, a game doesn't have to end. So even then you have a clear beginning Mm -hmm. and some challenges, but there's not always a clear end. My definition of video games would be an, an active digital form of entertainment. Mm -hmm. You have to be active to get the entertainment. Right. Whereas with a movie, you're not active. So it's kind of like the same thing that games have said, but just in different words, but it's something that you personally, you have to interact with to get that entertainment.
0: I think, um, My thoughts on this is that uh, I think in a court case, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah, we we might not agree with their like it's too it's too broad. It's too general. And I think that's what they're trying to do is that they're trying to make this general point of view of video games because, one, they're trying to win the case, you know, and two, in a court case, you can't really have philosophical answers. It's always just got to be like clear cut to the point.
1: But they also have to be truthful.
0: They also, which it's not. uh, They don't have to be truthful because it's a court case. So, uh, (gasps) (laughs) I'm um, saying
1: that it can it it can easily be contested. We just did it within a matter of seconds.
0: Yeah, which is why we should be lawyers at this point.
1: Absolutely, better
0: call Saul, baby. (laughs) We haven't watched it yet. Well,
3: I've only seen like a couple seasons.
0: But. Yeah, I, I heard it's really good, but oh, it's so good. We're just getting to Ozark now. Okay, we're getting off track here. Off track, um,
1: <laughs> way off track.
0: But anyway, so uh, my my thoughts on this is that like I I see where they're coming from, mm-hmm. and I see that you know they can't really say it's like it's a it's a digital digital format, but I see where they're saying beginning end and challenges in between mm-hmm. but like we said i think games have grown so much yeah that it transcends like what you were saying it transcends anything at yeah. that point um can you even say that about uh like you said division but can you even say that about a game like well i'm i'm, I'm jumping ahead of myself here <laughs> um but i do agree with what apple is saying but i think it's a old school way
1: yeah it's it's yeah They're in the minds, they're only thinking of older games when games were still new. Yes, they had a clear beginning, clear end, and there were challenges in the middle. Mm -hmm. But now Mm -hmm. a lot more more things are considered games. There are a lot more different genres of games. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I I think you're right. They're just thinking of a very old style of video game creation.
0: Which actually brings me to my second point here is that they actually compared apples to oranges or as we like to put it in the apple case um, roblox and minecraft so in their definition minecraft counts as a game even though well there is an end You, you you beat the ender dragon sure but you know there's challenges in between but they compared minecraft is a game but roblox is an app And what they said about that is that Roblox is an app in the way of you create a profile and you go into other games. It's a game with a collection of games. If you don't know what Roblox is, it's just kind of like, um, oh, man, that is hard to explain. It is something. Okay, so I'll just say what Apple said, like it is something that you create a profile, you enter into the world of Roblox and you consume other people's creation of. You know, their are contents. So that's why they're calling it an app in a similar way of YouTube. Okay? You create a profile and you go into YouTube where you find other people's creations and therefore YouTube app. So they're saying Roblox is not a game. It's an app.
1: But those are two such different things.
0: Exactly. But they're putting it in the same category.
1: Well, that's why they're not a video game company.
0: Well, uh-huh. They actually, actually, Apple is, uh, Bungie, Bungie is a division of Apple.
1: Well, then they should consult them in this case (laughs) because they're having horrible arguments.
0: Uh, game simp, let me get your thoughts on this. Uh, with Apple trying to say that Roblox is an app. So I want to ask you, does that mean that Mario maker is now an app and not a game?
3: It's funny. I've thought a lot about Mario maker specifically because, Mm -hmm. You know, if I had to define Mario Maker, and we all know this, right? Like, people yeah. play Mario Maker in different ways. Mm. Uh, I'm more on the side, surprisingly. You, you'd you think I might be, like, a level guy, like, who makes a lot of levels or something. Yeah. Uh, But I, I'm actually not. Like, hmm. the way I play Mario Maker is I want to find other people's creations and just kind of enjoy them. And almost play, you know, people like to kind of put the moniker, it's Endless Mario. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. That's how I've always seen it. But if I had to define it in, like, say, a court case, you know, I'm Saul right now. You know, like, <laughs> okay, I got yeah. to find something here. Nice suit, uh, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would say it's a level creator or a level editor, mm-hmm. which kind of falls more on the side of an app. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, It's almost like Premiere. Like, Premiere is an mm-hmm. app. I would mm-hmm. not say Premiere is a game. But okay. there's a game element to mario maker so Mm. that's where it gets confusing it's almost a hybrid and i think that's kind of like the whole point of it is that it is a hybrid Mm -hmm. it's not just a defined beginning a defined end with challenges in between it's that within a broader network of level creation and level Mm -hmm. creators and i think roblox is actually the same template Mm -hmm. because in roblox as far as i understand now i never played roblox but Mm -hmm. as far as i understand you know, you have a profile like Mario Maker. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can, I think, make stuff right in Roblox. You yeah, make can, stuff from Roblox.
0: Yeah, it's just kind okay. of like um, a whole sandbox of things. Like you can make anything mm-hmm. in Roblox. Okay. It's insane. Yeah.
3: But there are, if I'm not mistaken, individual games within Roblox, like servers you can go to. Like yes. I don't know, like there's probably like Prop Hunt in there. I would assume, right? Like there's I, there's I stuff would like assume that. So
0: yeah. I, I yeah. haven't played too much of it, but yeah, I would mm-hmm. assume.
3: Yeah, I I know there's the thing I do know about Roblox is that there are like kind of servers like there are in Minecraft. Uh, like for example, in Minecraft, uh, there's a server called like the Hive that I I'm aware of. That's mm-hmm. like yeah, within that server, there's like uh like um treasure wars and and survival games and like all that stuff. So I guess what I'm trying to say is like sure the overall product might be an app but within that app there Mm -hmm. are games with defined beginnings and ends and challenges in between something like hunger games in (laughs) minecraft yeah you know (laughs) that has a defined beginning a defined end Mm -hmm. and challenges in between right Mm -hmm. yeah so it's kind of a weird like i almost think of it like you know there's like individual, uh, like, uh, let's say like spreadsheets or something. But you can put those spreadsheets or or documents, whatever it is, or docs into a database. Yeah. So these are like, it's like, it's almost like the apps are like databases. And then within that database, you can access games. That's mm-hmm. kind of how I see it.
1: Yeah. 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 So even though, yes, I, I think when you when it comes down to it, Roblox would be considered an app, and so would Mario Maker. Mm-hmm. But here's kind of playing devil's advocate. Sims. Of course.
0: Okay. Mo- okay. A
1: good chunk of that game is building and creating right. parts of that world. So why wouldn't Mario Maker and Roblox also be considered a game? Because part of those games mm-hmm. are building your own
0: Well, their point, of those worlds. Well, their point is that, like, uh to to go against your point uh in sims can you make a profile and go into other people's worlds actively is that part of the game
1: i do not know i know there is an online element mm-hmm. i don't use it
0: well like that's a, that's what so I, mean, I, I
1: do think
0: <clears throat> like you can't
1: can, but i'm not sure because i don't i'm not like in the sims universe i just like play my own little thing um, yeah. So I don't know.
0: But that's what they're saying is that the main priority of Roblox and well, they didn't say this, but we're yeah. we're saying that Super Mario Maker, the it's a it's a big part of the game that you consume other people's contents.
1: Yes, I know that. I'm just saying yeah. when it boils, like if you boil it all down, yeah. Each game, it's like all right, you build something. And you can use that.
0: I think that would go into the definition of a video game because there is a beginning. You make your character creator. Yeah. And there, there is an end because your character dies or like the whole generation of your family dies.
1: It's only if you set them all on fire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, there is an end. Um, but there's not
1: an end to Sims.
0: <laughs> and there's challenges in between of building your family, you know,
1: keeping them alive,
0: keeping them alive. There is an end. Right there's
1: not a but there's not there but, is no end to Sims because you can continue generations forever,
0: but like the eventually they're all gonna die no they're, they're you all literally gonna they know
1: nothing about Sims but they
0: could they could die that's the no. end you you can't just keep an infinity of generations but why, that's insanity, well, Liz
1: yes, the <laughs> first generation will die, but you'll still be following that
0: now we're that we're getting line to of now people. we're getting to the concept of death, and I'm getting scared, Liz
1: <laughs> I'm just saying Sims doesn't end. Your first sim, yes, that sim will end one day, but you'll have their like generations after them.
0: I don't like thinking about just like real life. Yeah, it's just like real life. (laughs) Does life have an end? (laughs) Um. So forget it. Anyways, but that's the thing, though, is that like they're constituting Roblox as you actively consuming people's content. Yes, I understand. In the same way, like like you said, Premiere, but or YouTube. You know, Mm -hmm. you go on YouTube, you consume someone's content.
1: Like I said, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I was just giving an alternative.
0: I get, I get, I I get, You get, I get, (laughs) um, but that's the thing is that like, they're, they're trying to define Roblox, not as a video game because Mm -hmm. they can put an app like Roblox on the iPhone, which is what Epic was saying. Like, well, you have games like Roblox, but Apple's Mm -hmm. saying, no, 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 no. Roblox is an app because the definition of an app is creating profile and consuming people's contents, and so that's where Roblox comes in, and that's where we get this kind of like really bad mix of what a video game is now, mm-hmm. because because of this court case is actually going to change the course of the gaming culture, and we're going to get into that for a little in a little bit, but before we get into uh, you know the couple social media answers that we have here, uh, I do want to ask here. Ah uh, game Simp, you did bring up uh division you did bring up, I believe you also brought up destiny, right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh there there are games called live service games that is you know the Marvel's Avengers that is um destiny that can be considered a mm-hmm. live service, but uh more likely uh you know World of Warcraft, World of Warcraft
1: there you go uh,
0: was a live service, but also sports games. you know, yeah. right now, I'm really into MLB the show. Don't know why. Don't know why. Just don't just know happened. why. Just happened. There is no real beginning. There's real, mm-hmm. real end. There's just kind of modes to the game. Yeah. And the challenges are there in terms of like you're playing other people. Right. But where do games as services and sports games lie in this beginning and and challenges in between? And mm-hmm. Game Sim, uh, let me get your thoughts on this.
3: Can you kind of repeat that again? Like not the, you know, just Yeah.
1: What you're yeah. <laughs> asking
3: him? Cuz um, I don't know what you where, asked
1: either. Where
0: where does uh games uh games of service and sports games where did they lie in the definition? Do, uh, you, gotcha. do you think that they would be considered games but they don't really fall in the category that Apple is trying to put out there?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. So it's kind of, like this kind of goes back to what I said earlier where like baseball is like a match of baseball, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. is a game. Yes. It has a defined beginning, a defined end and challenges in between mm-hmm. by this definition we're going off of. Right. So, you know, MLB The Show is trying to emulate real life baseball yeah. as far as I'm aware. Mm-hmm. So, it's like it's almost, you know what, it might oh, it might be more of a simulation, I guess, mm-hmm. than like mm-hmm. a game. I I guess, but it, kind of like flight simulator because... almost. What's that?
0: Like flight simulator. You know, uh but Microsoft if we're yeah. basing
1: it on the Apple definition, mm-hmm. it's a game.
0: Yes. Because there is yeah. a clear there... end and challenges. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but what were you what were you yeah. saying also?
3: Uh, basically like you know it, it's weird because like to us. Those are games, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. those are video games. Clearly, I mean, if you go to any community that is about games anywhere, doesn't matter where, uh, they're gonna be like, yeah, MLB the show, that's a video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Destiny, that's a video game. Right. Uh, but it it's weird because you could make the argument that a like something like a sports game is more of a simulation. Mm. I don't know how accurate that is because i don't really play sports games unless you know yeah mario tennis Mar- mario golf anyone i'm looking for oh to yeah i forgot uh, <laughs> i forgot that's coming out oh no <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah like or even the life
0: service games we can even mm-hmm. talk about too like where that yeah. where does that lie in the whole video game uh debates
3: yeah you know it's weird because it is a service right mm-hmm. like it is not necessarily subscription-based, mm. some of them are. Like, for example, like Destiny's not, as far as I'm aware. I played Destiny as a single-player guy, so yeah. you know, that was my first mistake uh, yeah, back I don't in 2014. Think,
0: I don't think Destiny can be considered a games as a service. I've heard people say it is, but I, yeah. I don't think it is. Yeah,
3: It, it kind of... I don't know. It, see, the definitions get so jumbled, right? Yes. So, I would say they're almost a hybrid between what Apple would define as an app and a traditional game, Mm. because you can play the division. You can play destiny. You can play outriders all as Uh, games with defined beginnings and defined ends with challenges in between. But, you know, it kind of goes beyond that. Mm. You know, it's like the end game stuff. It's like, it never really ends. There's continuous updates. Mm. Uh, and when you consider that, it's like, okay, is it kind of like an app in that way? Because, for example, YouTube, we'll use that as an example since mm-hmm. we love YouTube. Oh, uh, sure, yeah. <laughs> you know, like YouTube is so drastically different from when mm-hmm. it started because oh, yeah. of updates. Games used, didn't always have updates. Mm-hmm. And, you know, your guest from last week, I think, was talking about that. Andrew, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, he's like he's like a retro guy, right? Oh yeah, like yeah, a yeah, retro gamer. Yeah,
0: well, he's he's getting so, back into retro. We just always utilize him as a retro
3: yeah. gamer. <laughs> oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. He was great. He was great, by the way. Oh uh, yeah, we love Andrew. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it is weird because games have changed so much. Mm-hmm. So it does like we see elements of like apps and services and these things seeping into traditional video games, and it's not bad or good. It's just it's a different genre now mm. and it, it it's really it's hard to box them in mm-hmm. you know so that that if i had to put a thing out there i would say yeah they're video games but yeah what is a video game and that goes back to what we were talking about before
4: mm-hmm.
0: exactly uh liz what are your thoughts um games as a service sports games do you think they lie on this definition or completely different
1: I feel like sports games based on if, if we're solely going on what app how what Apple is defining as a video game then I feel like sports games would mm-hmm. because you are playing even even once you finish the storyline you are playing vid- like a game mm-hmm. a baseball game beginning and challenges in the middle. Yeah. As far as games as a service from mm-hmm. I don't know too much about them but as far as I understand they don't really have an end to them right so i don't think they would technically fall under a video game in apple's book
0: yeah because uh there there was a story that came out that elder scrolls online which you could argue that is a games and service elder scrolls online the actual uh company that makes it uh bethesda online studios i can't remember what they're called but they said that they will only stop updating once people stop playing Mm -hmm. so once there's no more players that's when the game will end yeah so like there is kind of an end
1: but you kind of choose the end yeah because you stop playing so it doesn't matter that the game ends.
0: there is no defined end yeah to elder scrolls online it's an infinite game exactly
1: it it has no clear end
0: right um But there is an end within like some things. There's quests that have beginning and end with challenges. But the game in of itself. Yeah. So you could consider that Elder Scrolls Online is an app.
1: I guess. But then that would mean that the sports games also would be considered an app. Because then if you don't count... Because if you say the quests don't count as a game... Right. Then neither do the... Um, simulated baseball games that you play, it gets a outside little side of the story.
0: it gets more muddied once you think about it more, yes, yeah, yes it does <laughs> uh, but actually, I want to bring this right over to social media answers before mm-hmm. we go into our last points on this, but we're already finding out that a lot of this is just muddied definitions, mm-hmm. right, and we gave our own definitions here. But I only have two social media answers here because I asked, how would you put a definition on a video game?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, uh, the reason why I put it that way, because if I put out, how do you define video games? I'm sure I would get like a thousand answers. Like, oh, life is strange. It's it's a video yeah. game. But like, how would you place a definition on a game?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so first we have Absolute Prodigy who says, how would I define a video game as? Uh, anyone who... Um, uh, anywho, I would define it as such. Is it a game? Yes. Which, again, you know, like we need to know what a game is before we define it as a game. Yeah. Uh, can you play the game? Sure. Yes. Is it a digital format and not physical? Yes. And I think that's the important part. Mm-hmm. Then, video game. I haven't read what Apple is trying to define what it is an app versus a game, but I hope this court case cannot um fs over in terms of mobile gaming Mm -hmm. because there is a clear distinction of gamifying normal activities that running zombie game app which is um zombies run by the way um where you level up as you physically progress i hope they make a clear distinction um of a game that can be an app but an app isn't always a game um So, Game Simp, what do you think about his answer when he says that, is it a game? Can you play the game? Is it a digital versus physical? Um, What do you think about this?
3: Um, I think, out of all all of their uh, points, I think the digital versus physical Mm -hmm. kind Mm of is the most kind of, you know, the one that sticks out to me the most because it is a good point. Like, Mm -hmm. you know... (sighs) As we touched on earlier, like, games, you know, that's, like, a wide umbrella, right? But video games specifically, they have to be digital, clearly. Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, the NES, the SNES, consoles like that had analog components, Mm -hmm. but, you know, at the end of the day, it's a digital interaction. Right. So, yeah, I think that's important to note because... As far as I'm aware, uh, the Apple definition doesn't necessarily talk about something being digital, does it?
1: No.
0: Uh, not that I'm aware of. Maybe I didn't read the full documents. Maybe they mm-hmm. did say digital, but from what I got, they just had this one clear cut answer, like beginning and I, I may, might have said digital and I might have missed it. So yeah. it's probably someone in the comments saying, just like, you're an idiot and you'll never be a lawyer. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah no I think the clear definition of like is it a digital format yeah. not physical yeah then yes um and then he says I hope this court case cannot fs over in the terms of mobile gaming mm-hmm. um and we kind of touch base on that like between an app and a game so they can actually like twist the lines and just say like oh this this isn't a game it's an app yeah so it, it goes into this definition, you know yeah. it's it's another muddy thing, yeah um do you have any other thoughts about this? No, I don't think so. yeah. Liz, do you have any thoughts?
1: Um not really. He basically I mean, I agree with the digital part that was part of my definition as well. It had to be you are actively interacting with a digital entertainment. It has to be digital. Mm-hmm. if it's physical, then it's you're just playing a game. yeah, like you did when you were a kid playing outside.
0: Uh, yeah, totally. Um, now let me read Commander Nikki's answer. Who has to say uh, the answer is hard because it could borderline be gatekeeping depending on the wording, mm. and I don't want to make that distinction between the two being a game versus an app. Mm. Um, like I'm sure some intense da- <laughs> some intense gaming dude bros would love it if Candy Crush and the likes were considered not a game of course yeah and i think it really comes down to what absolute Prodigy said that there needs to be less of a a line of can a game be an app but an app is always a game so that there needs to stop being a distinction between yeah. is it a game is it an app is it a sandwich or is it a hot dog yeah. you know
1: technically if it's on your phone it's an app
0: well that, like that, that's where it gets into mobile gaming
1: that's what I, but that's what i'm saying is that Tech like it's kind of like what is it it's it's games on phones can mm. be apps, but not all apps are games but right. if it's if it's a if it's an um, an icon on your phone, it's an app.
0: would Xcloud then be an app? Yes, but I can play Rainbow Six Siege on my phone yeah, it's, but it's Rainbow an Six- app
1: that allows you to access your game on your phone
0: but so the game within the app is a game, but the ga- the app in of itself is not the game, but the game within the app is the yes. game. GameSip is, is is this is
1: what this is like the help part of swimming in the gray i can't yeah. understand all these complexities game Zip is is a hot dog
0: a
3: sandwich oh or is a hot dog goodness. an app <laughs> uh, well you know i would love if hot dogs for apps but oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'd be great because mm-hmm. uh, in that i mean then you know we're proving the simulation you know what i mean right exactly
0: <laughs> if a hot dog is an app then we're in a simulation
3: exactly uh yeah what were you, you thinking know,
0: about commander nicky's answer
3: though yeah it's uh, you know apple is really just leading us down like a strange road yeah. like mm-hmm. with the the app versus game thing and i mm-hmm. i think she has a good point about that because you know like okay at the end of the day a video games are software right which are kind of i i could be wrong about this but aren't apps that's that's short for application yes which is also short for if i'm not mistaken software application right
0: yes you're correct
3: so everything's an app technically yes so when you when you and I did this for you, Adam. Okay. okay. I started downloading Ghost of Tsushima earlier. Hey. I'm d- <laughs> I'm downloading an app, technically. Yeah. A software application. Technically. From the my library on PSN. Right. So, it, you know, I it just kind of dawned on me uh, with Nikki's answer. Like, I'm like, aren't these kind of like. Isn't yeah. everything an app? Yeah. And then you access a game through an app. So Just what like is Apple's argument? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's like, so it's everything ha- could be an app. Yeah. But then what is, what what defines like, what is a game as soon as you click on it? But are you clicking on the app? Or are you clicking on the game? It, it's, it becomes muddied. The,
1: the yeah. game is formed as an app. Yes. Whereas like when we were younger, you'd put a disc in. That was the game.
0: Yes. Whereas now you're downloading, mm. Is
1: no. <laughs> okay. you're downloading software onto a system.
0: Is the disk an app? No. Okay. But you're downloading
1: software onto the system.
0: It's a Nintendo cartridge, an app. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna punch you.
0: Is marriage Ooh. an app? Oh my goodness. <laughs> um but yeah, the definite and that's my point in getting into kind of our um our closing thoughts here. Is that my point in saying all this and the way that people are trying to define a video game, the way we're trying to define a video game within uh, sports games, live services, Roblox, uh, hot dogs, marriage, you know, all this stuff, (laughs) Nintendo cartridges. It becomes so muddied and so confused. And what, like Nikki said, it could be gatekeeping Mm -hmm. saying that, Mm -hmm. well, now uh, Candy Crush, not a game because it's an app and it becomes a gatekeeping part of that. Mm hmm. My question, as we go into closing thoughts, is that do we think that this whole case—you know, the case in between—what is a video game? What is an app? Apple versus Epic. Epic trying to make video games. Apple trying to take away from video games. This is a high-level court case.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Apple being a mega corporation, and Epic also being a mega corporation. This is going to come down on us. Do we think that this trial will be good for gamers and the industry in the end? Or do we think that these muddy definitions will lead to a lack of trust from higher authorities? Because again, we're we're just trying to define a video game here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And with the way Apple and Epic are fighting it over, do we think this is going to end good for the game industry? Or is something that's even the higher authorities are gonna be like, see, you can't even define it. So we gotta really mm-hmm. come in strong on this one. Uh game Sim, let me get your thoughts.
3: So I think, you know. I, I have no skin in the, in the game here, right? Yeah. Pardon the pun. Okay. Uh, but, you know. Oh, I
0: thought I, you were talking about skin. Like, I was like, this the is the skin? Game.
3: No, no, the game. Adam. I was like, you
0: don't have skin? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Adam. I'm, sorry. I'm tired. I had a long Clearly, week. <laughs> a very long week. You thought he
1: didn't have skin.
0: Listen to what's the biz, I talk about how long of a week I had. uh yes, guy, uh, you have skin as we as we oh, all can of tell, course. uh but um, you were saying,
3: but yeah, so you know, I can't help but feel, and again, I'm not an expert on this uh this case right mm. if if you want some like legit stuff, go to Richard Hogue, uh, mm. I believe you guys have brought him up he's he's great uh he's like a he's I think he practices business law which would mm-hmm. apply here uh but he has a he has a youtube channel um mm-hmm. i forget the name of the channel but it's the show is called virtual legality yes. and uh he's he's a really smart guy so shout out to him uh, go check out his stuff uh he would give a much better conclusive take on this than i can but just my personal opinion here is that if epic wins as far as i understand if epic wins it's basically saying, all right, Apple, like you have to have our game. Yeah. Whether mm-hmm. it's a game or an app, I don't, you know, that's just, that's a loaded question these days. Right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, you have to have our product essentially on your store, your storefront. Mm-hmm. Now, the United States operates under common law. That's our judicial system. So, it, what that means is like precedent is key. So when we have decisions like, uh, you know, we we can name a bunch of historical cases, um, you know, but mm. the precedent from these cases is what determines the law going forward. Mm.
4: Mm-hmm. So
3: let's say Epic wins, right? Right. Or or Apple wins. It doesn't matter really who wins, uh, if the end result is like, hey, like x party won because of x or y muddled definition Mm. then that precedent that set isn't clear right Mm. and it could cause problems down the line Mm -hmm. now imagine i want to present something to you guys imagine if imagine if Mm. epic wins this okay which essentially means apple has to put fortnite back on the app store right Mm -hmm. couldn't other companies now, again, I'm not Richard Hogue. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, couldn't other companies kind of use that precedent to be like, let's say, uh, you know, there's been talks about, like, Steam coming to PlayStation or, or consoles? I don't know if you guys yeah, heard about that. But I heard, like, yeah. Yeah, that, that whole thing was confusing to me in the first place because I'm like, why would, like, for example, Sony want another storefront
0: on its Mm -hmm.
3: console that doesn't make any sense but let's let's say let's use that as an example you know this precedent gets set you know couldn't like steam or not steam valve Mm -hmm. yeah uh go to to playstation and be like yeah you know like with this precedent like we're gonna make the case that you have to put steam on playstation Mm -hmm. and clearly financially uh that wouldn't be great for sony because. You have a, a competitor's storefront yeah. on your console now, so you have, you know, that would muddy the waters for them in a way. So mm-hmm. that's kind of my thing: is like, well, is that like, we got to be careful. Not not us. We're just analysts in this situation, right. mm-hmm. but like, you know, these legislators and and whoever you know, we got to be careful about like what precedent this is going to set mm-hmm. because. Mm-hmm kind of like what nikki was saying is like if stuff gets muddled if definitions get muddled then like how is that gonna play into the future Mm -hmm. are things like let's say like uh microsoft you know goes to sony hey uh epic one so now you gotta have game pass exactly Mm -hmm. right like wouldn't would that not be a similar argument Mm so it's interesting to think about what precedent this is going to set because precedent, like I said, is the key to common law, which is what the U.S. operates under.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing is that there's a lot of things that could be like th- this could open up Pandora's box. Yeah. Yep. You know, uh, with Apple winning, this could just lead down to what isn't a game and mm-hmm. what is allowed to be on an, on an app store. This could lead to just chaos whether who wins like it doesn't mm-hmm. at, at this point i'm starting to see that this is a lose-lose situation yep. um liz what are your thoughts
1: so <laughs> <laughs> okay. i'm trying to figure out where to start <laughs> yeah so in my opinion if apple stays just sticks with their fight of what their definition of a game is now right they're going to lose oh yeah because yeah. the three of us who are just Gamers with YouTube channels. Sure. Just like completely (laughs) threw out the window of their definition and said, Mm -hmm. that's just not enough.
0: And there's definitely better and smarter people than us. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Working on that case. But on the turn end, if they use what we just said of saying, like, all games are basically apps at this point, Mm -hmm. they could win. Right. I think it would be really weird if something that we said on this little podcast mm-hmm. is what gets apple to yeah. win
0: they'll say like man isn't nes cartridge an app no I that's di- not what I'm. that's not what you're about. talking about man because da- i
1: literally said that is a game what they is say is like does
0: GameSip even have skin is that what oh. they're gonna say <laughs> you're
1: an idiot <laughs>
0: we don't know he's been gone for two months so
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah But I think it depends on where they take their case. If they just stick with this one definition of what a game is, they're going to lose. But -hmm. if they do think deeper about it and get people on their team that actually know video games and how they work, they do have the potential of winning. Mm -hmm. And And I agree. I don't think it'd be... I don't think it would be good or bad for gaming. I just think it would make gaming complicated. It would make, mm-hmm. for gamers, I don't think it would change much uh, unless you're strictly a mobile gamer.
0: I agree. Yeah. It would
1: really only affect mobile gamers. As far as the gaming industry and business end of it, all hell will break loose. Yes. That's my opinion.
0: Yeah. I do think that. I do agree with GameSimp that if Epic does win, I think, I, I don't think that there will be like hostile takeovers that Phil Spencer is going to go over to, you know, Jim Ryan and be like, well, got to put Game Pass on. And I'm also <laughs> going to put your feet uh, or your feet up, my feet up on your desk. I'm going to put your feet uh, <laughs> over my feet while I'm sitting on your desk. Also, I don't have any skin, but <laughs> say skin. <laughs> Phil Spencer doesn't have skin you heard it here, heard it here for, for, for blah, blah, blah. I'm tired I was going to say it's time for bed <laughs> time for bed but anyways um but you know it does it does open up a precedent where a lot of game companies can take advantage of other game companies mm-hmm. but more so I'm starting to think about that this is a high profile case mm-hmm. so legislators are going to be all over this yeah so yeah. they when we talk about legislators we're talking about boomers and we're talking about boomer boomers right
1: who hate video games who hate video think games They're the problem with everything so the chance to get them off cell phones
0: well that's my problem is that like they they think of mobile gaming console gaming and pc gaming all in the same light yeah they're all the same market I'm they're all the sure same they thing.
1: consider twitter as gaming
0: yeah they consider twitter gaming <laughs> like they, they consider farmville the same as halo and that, that that's yeah. that's just the same thing it's just we're, we're talking about people who don't understand technology yeah so as soon as you put down a precedent of this sort of grandeur scale like grand mm-hmm. scale i meant to say it's going to be a problem for the gaming industry yeah i i feel like it's going to be a lose-lose situation and we're going to have to deal with the consequences but then again do you want to put it out there that uh we've been dealing with a president of games are violence for decades yeah
1: and we've yeah. gotten through that so
0: so gotten through that still going through it it's it's all a mess but <laughs> Uh, I kind of would go into closing thoughts at this point. So, um, me and Liz will give our closing thoughts. GameSamp, I want to give him the last words here. But, um, you know, bringing this all together, um, you know, let's give our final thoughts here. But I do want to point out that um, the way I want to think about it is that as the industry gets bigger and bigger and bigger, like this is. Uh, I I don't want to say that this is bigger than the gaming industry ever thought they could be Mm -hmm. since 1985, Um, but it's getting massive. Uh, On the second piece of gaming that we had this week, that Ubisoft is making free-to-play games, right? And um, the reason I'm saying is that because Ubisoft is a global company at this point, they're global. But as the industry gets bigger into the global scale, when things get bigger, that's when definitions get blurry, and when definitions get blurry, that's when things things can be taken advantage of. Things can be taken to court, and definitions of video games might be put into law. It actually might be put into law. Like probably this is what a video game is. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, food theory, which is also game theory, said that the definition of a sandwich is in food law like it's it's a law now
1: so ridiculous
0: it is but that's the thing is that a definition can be put into law because of how grand of a scale the gaming industry is and my final point is that if the gaming industry does not agree on a definition of what a video game is if the games industry doesn't agree altogether then the law will define it for them Mm -hmm. and that's the dangerous part you know uh liz what are your closing thoughts here
1: I kind of already said my closing thoughts. Oh. Like in the last point.
0: Well, talk about how handsome I am.
1: You're very handsome. Dear. Oh,
0: thank you. That can be your closing thoughts.
1: <laughs> um, but no, I completely agree that they need to come to a decision, mm-hmm. but at this point it's out of their hands. There's already a court case that's gonna be defined. Right. Kind of like what Games said, it's gonna end up being a common law thing after this case. Mm-hmm. It's gonna decide it for them. Which is difficult for me. As someone you describe who swims in the gray, oh you do! Like I yeah. just take deep dives down there. Yeah, and I don't think there can be a clear cut definition of what a game is. It's going, it's always going to be missing something. It's there's always going to be a loophole to what they're saying, or they're going to be missing something and leaving something out that is considered a game. Right. So it's going to lose either way. Exactly. But um. But yeah, that plus what I said in the last question mm. is my final thoughts.
0: <laughs> Game Sim, let me get your final thoughts.
3: Yeah, I mean... Gosh, you know? <laughs> it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's so... It's almost... The way I would sum this up right, is like w- this was not something people were really thinking. I mean, like, I've heard people talk about like oh what is a video game mm-hmm. you know like that mm-hmm. whole philosophical thing but we're taking a very almost philosophical question mm. and it's becoming a legal matter right mm-hmm. mm. we're we're trying to put a label on on something we're trying to box something in define things and that you know that's what you do in law but at the end of the day it's like <laughs> I just Everyone needs to remember, and and unfortunately, the people involved in this case are not going to do this clearly. Right. Because we have two sides, one's trying to win over the other, vice versa. Mm-hmm. But the thing we as fans of video games have to remember is like it doesn't really matter because mm-hmm. we know what a game is, right? right. Like yeah. we see a game, we know what it is. It's like yeah. earlier, like what, what I said was like you know i don't play stuff like i don't really play live service games i don't really play a lot of sports games i do here and there yeah uh mm-hmm. but like i understand those are video games and as you know everyone listening to this probably understands that too mm. um and at the end of the day it's just like watch out for like keep an eye on this case because there could be some strange stuff that comes out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but at the end of the day, like we're the ones buying the games, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, we're the ones playing the games. It doesn't really matter to us. We just kind of play what we play. I mean, yeah. it might matter to some people, but I'd say wide majority, you know, you just play video games.
1: Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> exactly. it's, it's not going right? to change the way you play video games. Right. Yeah.
0: In the same yeah. way of just like, violence in video games yeah. like you're still gonna play mm-hmm. tetris but <laughs> <laughs> all right um i think that uh brings us to a close of the show yeah, yeah. so uh but hey before we go hey, we got one more thing to do we gotta roll out the red carpet for game sim yeah. wow wow I know, man. We gotta find out where we can stalk you. Oh, oh weird. Oh wow. Course. Of course. Uh Game Simp, where can we find you? Where can we follow you? Uh, where's your content? Are you on Roblox?
3: Uh go. So, you know, I'm not not on Roblox, oh. unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, I know, right? Oh, uh, bummer. But but apparently Roblox is the same as as YouTube. I know it, it's an the app, exact same. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, uh I'm at YouTube. Uh YouTube the dot com slash game simp i think is is the hyperlink Uh, yeah uh, i think last time i was on the show i said that and that actually wasn't true oh really i didn't act yeah i didn't actually set up the custom you know how you like set up a customized like hyperlink in youtube settings or whatever yeah like i i said that and i realized oh yeah i didn't i didn't even do that but but good news i've done that now so cool there you go Uh, nice uh yeah that's my main thing uh youtube i've you know as we've kind of joked about i haven't uploaded in a while but you know there's some stuff you know there's some stuff in the pots doing around you know we're on a simmer right now but you know what that that stove might be high soon you know what i'm saying but right uh, (laughs) but yeah so i'm there i'm at twitter at uh oh goodness uh game simp yt is my twitter Mm -hmm. uh twitch i don't i've never used but (laughs) if you want to go there I mean, I'll meet you there. It's just Game Simp. no caps, just Game Simp. one word. Nice. And I think that's all. That's all my stuff. And if you're listening to us on audio or in video, I will have links to
0: his uh, YouTube channel, Twitter, and his Twitch account in the description down below. So go check that one out. Definitely subscribe to his YouTube channel. He said he does great stuff. Um, Thank but, you. But Game Simp, we want to get you back on. Uh, we want to get big, big, <laughs> get you back on the show. <laughs> It's been a long week for you, boy. Mm-hmm. But we want to get you back on. We want to see you back on the YouTube train. But you know, take your time, man. Like it's gonna be worth it. So, uh, but definitely, thank you for coming on the show,
3: man. You you brought a lot to the table here. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. I'm glad to be back. I hope to come back in the future. It's a great show. In fact, I've actually been listening to it. Like, not that I didn't listen to it before, but I've actually been listening, I've to, actually to, it been every listening to your week. show. So. Danny. I'm I'm kind of you know I'm a fan now. What can I say? Hey, yeah, I appreciate
0: <laughs> you, man. Like, and, and that's why. I'm, oh, by by the way, are you Guitar Raven?
3: Uh so that's that is my gamer tag mm. slash PSN name uh, slash old. That's like a uh, what do they call that? A pseudonym. A pseudonym.
0: Because
3: uh. I was gonna say like
0: I saw I saw that there was a Guitar Raven who left a uh, Apple review. And I was like, oh, I wonder yeah, that who that great. is. And I saw yeah. like, oh wait, I see that he has a Twitch account, uh, guitar raven, I was like, that was Game Simp. I solved the mystery. <laughs> but man, thank you. Yeah, but thank you so much, man, for coming on the show. Like honestly, like it's always a blast having you on. But um uh, you. you know, stay in tune for his show. Uh he's gonna come back on YouTube sometime soon. But uh might be tomorrow, might be ten years from now, but he'll be back. So <laughs> uh <laughs> But definitely, thank you for listening to this week's uh, Games Groceries uh, podcast. You can always check us out on Twitter. Uh, you can check us out at Gaming Groceries on Twitter or Games of Groceries All One Word on Instagram. Check out our latest video on our Evolve channel. It's all about oxen free. Wow, cool! It's it's on there. Hooray! Uh, check that one out. Uh, but be sure to stay tuned for the next week's episode. Actually, next week's episode is going to be our one hundred fifty episode. One hundred fifty. Mm-hmm. Ask us anything. Hooray! Woo-hoo. Ask oh. Us Anything show. Hooray. Uh, so stay tuned for that one. But we hope you're staying safe out there. We hope you're, uh, you know, doing well as we're, um, uh, you know, quote unquote, reaching the end of the pandemic, which n- not the end. <laughs> uh, but thank you again for coming on. And uh, we thank you again for listening to our show. But stay safe out there. Stay striving and keep on gaming.
4: Bye.
3: Bye, guys.